Now let's bring in our panel, and uh, we have our guest, Jan Rogers Niffen, CEO of J. Rogers Niffen WWE, and Patrick McKeever, founder of The Daily on Retail. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, Jan, I'll start out with you. We've had you on the, uh, the network quite a few times, and uh, you've been spot on with some of your assessments here in the retail space. We had a UBS uh, you know, note that came out last week that 80,000 more stores will close by 2026. Uh, you know, what's your assessment here of the retail space and the potential survivors uh, in this market? Well, first, I agree with UBS. I think we're going to see at least 80,000 more stores close. I said way back in 2014, we were going to see 10,000 stores a year close till 2030. That would have been a large number, more than 80,000. And I don't think COVID has changed that other than to make it worse. So, yes, I agree with them. Survivors? Well, some of the survivors are easy, right? Walmart does great, Target does great, Home Depot does great, Costco does great, because they're great retailers and they've also benefited during the pandemic. Beyond that, you know, when you get to the mall-based players, it's really concerning. Macy's makes it, nobody else in that space does. Bonton's already gone, Boscov's is struggling, Dillard's just probably is shrinking, Ice Cube. It's just doesn't, there's nothing there to play anymore. There's just really Macy's. And then one step down from that, there's Kohl's. There's not really going to be a need for a Sears or a Pennies. Sears is for all practical purposes gone. Pennies is fading. You go above that to say Nordstrom's. Do we really need Neiman's and Saks? Oh, gee, Lord and Taylor's already gone. So that space is already willing to be filled by Nordstrom's. And then you can come down to some of the other, you know, specialty kind of guys like off mall. Do I like Ulta? Sure. Um, I think they'll do great. Do I like Burlington stores and TJ Maxx? Right, they do. I do. The off-price space is always strong. So it's not hard to find winners, but everybody else is pretty much a loser. Yeah, and we've seen that uh, even though, uh, you know, they're expecting more uh, store closings over the next, uh, you know, four or five years here, we've seen a lot of store closures over the last 10s as the uh, e-commerce boom has picked up here. But Patrick, I noticed on your notes here, you've got a lot of discount names, whether it's Dollar Tree, Dollar General, uh, Five Below. We've seen these stocks make some pretty big inroads to the losses that they had at the beginning of 2020. Are these things priced to perfection? Because they rely more on foot traffic than e-commerce sales. Uh, but are we going to continue to see that pickup as the uh, vaccine rolls out and the reopen trade uh, takes place? I mean, I think so. The, um, the, these are growth retailers. And as Jan discussed, um, there are quite a few retailers that are shrinking. So, but there's a fair amount of growth still in the discount store space, especially in the dollar store space. Uh, dollar General is planning to open more than 1,000 stores this year. Dollar Tree will open 600. Five Below is planning to open 170 to 180. So by and large, um, these concepts are internet proof, so to speak, or Amazon proof is probably a better way of putting it. Um, they have small average tickets, uh, $10 to $15, let's say per trip, per transaction. They're close to their customers, so it's an easy uh, back and forth. They're convenient. Um, and as it relates to the dollar stores, they sell a lot of uh, needs and not a lot of wants. So these are things that you need when you run out of something, um, dishwashing detergent, for example. So I think you're going to continue to see growth in that space over the longer term. So I think longer term, the stocks work as well. 
Yeah, bucking the trend here uh, as they expand their footprint. Uh, but Jan, if you take a look at what the effect of uh, the retail environment has had on whether it's mall or real estate, uh, what sticks out to you here? And uh, are we ever going to see a resurgence in the malls? Well, whether that's COVID or just was happening anyway, I would submit that it was happening anyway. We were going to see lots of mall closures. I say all the time, there's 278 great malls in America. The bad news is there's still a little over 900 closed malls something has to happen to the other uh, 660 or so. And we're going to see big changes there, but we'll still have 300 or so great places to put the very best stores in a mall-based environment. And we'll see that happen. But if you've got a lot more than 300 stores and you're trying to operate in the mall-based environment, you've probably got too many stores. So when I look at the mall, you can say, well, gee, I like Foot Locker, I like Williams-Sonoma, I like Urban Outfitters, but boy, it's hard to get much further than that, liking things that are based in the mall. And then, like I said, if you step off mall like Patrick did, okay, there's several things out there you can like. But one thing I do really like, even though they do have a lot of mall presence, are really upper end brands like LVMH, Gucci, Hermes, Prada, Burberry, Swatch Group. That whole part of the world is doing really, really well and I think it's going to continue to do really, really well, at least through mid-2024. So you can go down where he was and feel really good about it. You can go up at the upper end and feel really good about it. It's hard to feel good in the middle. Yeah. And, uh, and Kevin, if, uh, uh, Patrick, if you look at this space moving forward as we kind of figure out, uh, you know, the winners and losers in this space, as the stimulus checks roll off, and uh, you know we get to some semblance of the reopening back up. If you look at these, uh, will the behemoths like Walmart and Target, uh, you know Home Depot, as uh, Jan mentioned earlier, are these going to continue to be the winners as far as the big box stores go? Well, I think as far as the, if you're talking about just where is some of the stimulus money going, yeah. um, I mean that's pretty broad based. So. We heard recently from L Brands, which operates Victoria's Secret um, and Bath and Body Works, that you know, they raised guidance because of stimulus spending. Uh, Signet Jewelers uh, yesterday raised guidance and they cited stimulus. You see it everywhere. You see it in the athletic space with um, Dick's Sporting Goods and Hibbit. Um, it's pretty broad based. I think when, when consumers get their stimulus checks, they're looking beyond Walmart and Target and, and you know, the more, I don't want to say basic retailers, but but the, the big boxes, right? And they're looking more toward um, you know, some other things, things that are, they're a little bit more special on a day-to-day -day basis, so, um, or special, I should say. So um, I think that's where the stimulus money go, is going to go. And it's, it's a, of course, it's a huge amount of money. Um, it's going to take us through 1.9 trillion. It's not all stimulus checks, but a good portion is. Um, and that'll, I think, carry retail, you know, through the first half of this year. And then in the back half, I think you'll see that, you know, reopening that everyone's talking about and, and consumers really wanting to you know, go back to um, just a normal spending pattern, so. Yeah, and I think uh, we've seen that in those weekly uh, retail numbers, and we've got retail sales number coming out this Thursday that we'll be closely watching. Uh, as spending continues to be strong by the consumer. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up. Appreciate you guys both being here today. That's Jan Rogers Niffen, CEO of J. Rogers Niffen WWE, and Patrick McKeever, founder of The Daily on Retail.